friends. Listen to two best friends. You just have the word on the strings. Girl, welcome to Word on, on the, the Straits, the podcast where we unpack straight culture and let our fag flag fly. I'm Sam. And I'm Joe. Uh, we are here not to date the episode, but I'm going to date the episode. Okay. We are here on the Saturday right before Halloween. Wow. Uh, Party I, Central. I feel like Halloween this year fell on a weird time. The Thursday of the week is, I mean, I feel like everyone is always celebrating the weekend before and after Halloween unless Halloween falls on that weekend. But I'm the Thursday, so- people are like, this is five days before Halloween. Are we really going to have a Halloween party? I just am like, why are people, people are like, do I celebrate this weekend or next? It's like, obviously both. Yeah. I've been celebrating for the past three months already. <laughs> why isn't it just all, all the time? But regardless, why why are people trying to make it so difficult? Just do both weekends. Yeah, just get drunk. And like, if you only want to dress up once, then only dress up once. Or if you want to go to multiple Halloween parties with one costume, that's fine. Right, exactly. There's a lot of pressure to come up with multiple Halloween costumes. And while I am of the affliction of having multiple Halloween costumes this year and in years prior, you don't have to. This is when regular people understand the plight of the drag queen. Because to turn a new look every every weekend or every night yeah. even is difficult, but also can be fun. My current plan is to go to three separate Halloween parties, one already in the past. and But like then there's Halloween Day also. Yeah, so which if, I plan to go to work in full drag. Well, our company suggests that you do. I feel like I've been told that that's frowned upon. Well, we got an email on Friday. That, Shut up. Are you kidding? Yeah. Uh, this week, Why didn't well, because it? it falls on Thursday, so <laughs> yeah, for the catering thing, there's going to be a costume contest. Oh, I'm coming in full fucking drag then. That seems <laughs> blow these hoes out. I'm of the excited water. for that. I uh, <laughs> am ready for that. Um, Need it. But so yeah, that would be th- four Halloween costumes if I was going to do party, party Halloween party. But I just have. I'm doing. We did the group costume last night. It slayed. Oh yeah, we it were really we good. were definitely the most serving mm-hmm. uh we did adventure time cosplay with our producer chris Hello. i was ice king i was marceline the vampire queen and he was finn the human kind of bringing it all together yeah not the most iconic trio but it's like <laughs> what are they doing together like that's a fun night yeah like there are episodes together. and like i don't know if producer chris knows this yet but there's a shared history between ice king and marceline oh yeah totally he just might not be there yet in the show it's fine um so like there is a reason for the season but Hello. yeah and then next weekend, we ha- I, well, I'm doing a group costume with friends of the pod, Sarah Gar and Alex Conti, mm-hmm. employee of the pod, Matt Campbell. Go off. Um, and then a, f- a fifth person, I think, maybe Sarah Jane LeFay. I and forget. this is the Booksmart costume. Booksmart, yeah. Going to be the Noah Galvin character. Um, <gasps> Fuck, that fag is in that movie? Yeah, I can't believe you still have uh, How Booksmart. have I not seen this movie yet? It's a little... I hate myself. It's a little ridiculous. Oh my God, I love Noah Galvin. Yeah, no... If you, and everything he said. If you're listening to this <laughs> pod and haven't seen The Real O'Neills. Stop listening. Watch well, The Real O'Neills. Finish this episode yeah, and, yeah. and watch The Real O'Neills. Martha Plimp. Okay. Do you have another costume? Just drag. Or like, Probably, well, your character like is a witchy Yeah. Deal. My drag character is a witch, so I think it counts. And like, fuck all these hoes. Witch hoes? <laughs> Just like people, uh, like, I'm going to wear my drag character as a Halloween costume. That's fine. That's acceptable. Yeah. I feel like there's a recent pushback where people are like, Halloween's the year where, like, gays do drag or whatever. Or, like, people are, like, mad about that or whatever. No, it's just, like, if you're a Halloween queen, it's, like, gays will only do drag on Halloween because they're 
embarrassed, ashamed, blah, 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 blah. But right. it's just like, why don't we just stop judging each other? If you only do drag in Halloween, go off, bitch. Like, right. And you either have to be perfect or look like shit. There's no in between. You either have to have your drag queen friend make you look impeccable or just like look busted. Well, I'll have my drag queen friend make me look busted. Because <laughs> that's all she knows how to do. Okay, um, fuck off. <laughs> Well, why don't we bring in our guest? I would be obsessed with that. I love it. Okay. Uh, This upcoming guest is a comedian, a podcaster, a manager of the UCB Theater. Hello. Uh, Recently, we went to a show at the UCB Theater and I saw her there and I realized I had seen her there many times and was like, oh, are you an intern here? Because everyone that I know who's my friend who works there is an intern there. And she's like, no. Guess again, bitch. I'm a manager. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I was like, huh. Sorry. Right. Uh, let's bring her in. Please De- welcome to the pod, Delaney Sweet. Hello. Hello. How are you? Good. How are you? Phenomenal. Oh, you know, recovering from last night. Recovering. I know. How was your weekend? Good. I didn't do anything last night. My favorite thing. Um, and then I have to work tonight. Ooh. Yes. But next weekend, I'm going to a party every like Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Yeah. Nice. 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 And I'm a Halloween queen. Like I love Halloween. I love to get a good costume, but I'm still working. I have time. What are oh, your yeah. costumes? Well, what I want... Do you guys watch Shit's Creek? Yes. yes. Okay, you know the part where they're having the sprinkle shower for Jocelyn, and David has, like, the big baby pinata, like, on him? Maybe I haven't seen... Is this season five? No, I think it's four. Okay. But it's late, but I just want to find a baby pinata and, like, strap it to me. I think that's so funny. When I said earlier that I've seen Shit's Creek, I meant that I've seen season one. Um, wow. Which... <laughs> I'm told it's kind of the worst season, and I should keep watching, but I haven't yet. And I'm sorry That's to everyone. Fucking rules. No, it the first season is the worst one. And I was like, I'll give it another yeah. one because they're like 20 minutes. So, yeah. but then I was like, oh, okay. It gets so much better. Well, Jocelyn's baby shower sounds good. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Do you have multiple costumes, or do you? Are you? Is that? Is it baby no, pinata? No judgment either way. No, I have multiple costumes, and then I'm doing Missy from Big Mouth. Mm. Yes. I have all the components, so easy. And then um, I, I went to included. all girls school, so I have like my high school uniform. Oh my god! <laughs> What's the high school uniform? Just like my kilt, like my plaid skirt. Come through kilts. My uh, sister went to an all girls school where the well, both of our sisters. Yeah, one of one of, our, one of your there. sisters went to uh, this school in Pittsburgh that is an all girls school. Mm-hmm. Kilt necessary. The kilt is a look because you can. They're long, but you can roll them up yeah. if you need to. Right. Mine's very short now because I like had to bring it up as the years have gone Roll on. So, in an emergency, you can roll it up. Yeah. In an emer- yeah after school is over, you're going to the boys' school. Totally. You roll it. <laughs> Where did you grow up? Yeah. Uh, Omaha, Nebraska. Gag. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. We love. I know nothing about it. It's like, it's a cool city. It's like a music city. So oh, it's like, I don't know cool people i guess and then it's like red country for the mm-hmm. rest of it so we don't venture too far out deaf 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 same mm-hmm. thing about pennsylvania really mm-hmm. yeah. it's like outside of the major metropolitan areas red 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 yes as far as i can see from like fourth grade i've been told that well i feel like i was just told this once but it's stuck in my head uh pennsylvania is a red eye like the letter i where yeah. pittsburgh mm-hmm. and philadelphia are like blue areas and then everything outside of those areas is red and it yeah. makes an eye even though state college like state college goes blue yeah, blue but that's about it irregardless yeah that's 
crazy. OMG, what's on the show tonight? The show? Uh, Saturday night at UCB Hell's Kitchen. Here we go. <laughs> plug it up. Plug so it I up. Don't, I don't know. Um, <clears throat> I actually don't know anything. Where? <laughs> I usually, like, as I'm walking in, I check the schedule and I'm like, okay. Who's here today? <laughs> I'm like, who's here? Sounds good. Duff, duff, duff. You are on your way after this to a practice group, right? Mm-hmm. What is your group for? Um, it's Basil, my improv team. I've seen team. you guys do work. Yeah, I've seen yeah. Yes. So it's a good team. Andrew Barlow's on there, right? Yeah, it's Barlow, Maddie Smith, uh, Mandy Ranero, Michelle Bennett, Michael Brantle, Mitchell Huffington. It's a lot of people who are yeah. on my Facebook people you may know. Yes. Hello. Yeah, mm-hmm. but I don't. <laughs> but I, I, but <laughs> Not no, yet. No, but I just know their faces because they're on that like scroll thing where I'm mm-hmm. like, no, I don't know them, but it seems like they're friends with all of my friends. Yeah. So if I ever ran into them. Yes. That mm-hmm. happened to me yesterday at a party where, or at that party that Andrew was at. Mm-hmm. I was like, well, him I've been to many things with. So I'm like, he, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Regardless, this other girl was there and I was like, you're on my people I may know a lot. Who are you? And <laughs> we started a conversation like that just because I was like, I must have a lot of connections with you. I have Mark like 30 Zuckerberg mutual friends. Connections. Yeah. Mm-hmm. In For the real world. Glorious. And then afterward, I followed a couple people, but that's different. Yeah. For real. The new can I have your phone number is can I follow you on Instagram? Yeah. Or just creeping around and following them on Instagram. Oh, right. Just going out of your own way to find them. Yeah. That's real. Recently, we were at an event and someone asked me how I'm dating lately. And I was like, kind of the apps, but I'm also kind of just following people I assume are gay. And then if they follow me back, I'll DM them. Right. (laughs) Just jump on in. Yeah. Only if they follow back. Can you not DM someone? If you well, you can, them? but like if they don't follow me back, they're not interested, right? That's Ooh, how I feel. That's real. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I just forget to follow back. I'm a bad person, though. You do forget to follow back. And it's fucked up. <laughs> Go see them a week later and they're like, oh my God, you haven't followed me back. Yeah, I've gotten a lot better about following back right away. But I think like in college, I like would forget truly. And now I like run into people from college. They're like, oh my God, you must have seen that on my Instagram. And I'm like... For sure. Because mm-hmm. it's like, why would I not follow them? But now I absolutely cannot. Yeah, it's now, too late. You know I mean? now it would be terrible for them to get that notification. Well, I guess right. you could just be like, oh my God, I must have accidentally unfollowed you. Right. <laughs> Which has never happened. <laughs> no. You have to go through hoops to unfollow someone. Yeah. yeah. Oy vey, oy vey. Wait, we haven't had a podcast since you went to the Charlie XCX concert. Oh my <gasps> well, fucking we, God. We did, but it was about... It was about Mom's a got decom, a date with a vampire. Yeah. Oh my god. Are you a fan of Charlie? Yes. Oh Are you my. a fan of decoms? I don't know that one. It's fine. Okay. That one it's surprisingly one of the better ones. It was very good. But okay. but we're talking about Charlie. Holy shit. I went on Monday. I bought a ticket because there was the New York concert originally sold out. Okay. But then they put up another show like last week and I bought a ticket and it was so fun. Like the first song, there were three confetti cannons. Like out of the gate, she was like, we're fucking partying, you guys. And it was great. Brooke Candy opened. Do you guys know Brooke Candy? No. Oh, wait, I do know the name. But oh, my friend Michael told me, or maybe Derek, I forget. Mm-hmm. Uh, he told me that she has no stage presence. <laughs> was he at the show? <laughs> no, I mean, it would have been in L.A. Or Literally? Illinois. Okay, this, I'm not trying to drag Brooke Candy because she's... I don't, need, an, I don't need you to. That's just the only thing I've ever heard about <laughs> no, her. No, but it's I'm kind sorry. of true. It's kind of true. At the show, she opened for Charlie and she was like, 
she had these two gays on stage dressed in red leather and they were doing a lot of the work because she was kind of just standing there and like singing, rapping, but like she was wearing this big outfit that was like eating her. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you can't really move around in it a lot. Again, the plight of the drag queen. She didn't slay as much as I needed her to, but then Charlie came out and slayed for two straight hours. And Troy Sivan also came out yeah. for 1999. Did and they do 2099? They did 2099 yeah. first, and okay. then they were like, it's over, and then encore. It was amazing. Made friends in the crowd, but also made some enemies in the crowd. <laughs> and then you went yes. to like two after parties, right? Well, well, on two separate nights, but multiple. yes. So like then went to the just industry after with some gays that I knew from college that I just serendipitously ran into in line because as you do. Mm-hmm. And that was fun. And then the next night went to Charlie XCX is, has a Netflix show with her girl band that she formed. Hello. Called Nasty Cherry, and that was fun. People were getting actual tattoos in this basement party space. And I was like, this is manic, but this is fun. <laughs> it was nuts. And I made friends with, I went by myself, and I made friends with another girl who went by herself. I think so I have cool. been to a party where there are tattoos going on, but my most notable tattoo venture while at an after party thing is before like our time, really, at Penn State, there wow. was this place called Grillers. I would do oh, one dollar wow. grilled cheese, which was incredible. Shut and the fuck up! You saw someone get tattooed in there. Well, no, <laughs> that place is a grease house. It was like <laughs> essentially a dumpster, but the grilled that cheese had grilled cheese <laughs> was good. Yeah, uh, but like it was connected, or like in the back room, it was a tattoo parlor or something. Wow. So like kind of a similar vibe, but just very different than Central Pennsylvania. Has so since been condemned and torn down that building. I feel like a lot of people I, I mean, I follow who don't know who I am were at that party. <laughs> wow. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And I left a minute before she came downstairs. That was tragic. No. It sucked because I had to open at work the next day. And I was like, I can't stay here until 4 a.m. But I just fucking should have because she was right there. She was stage diving in this teeny club. It was rad, but it's fine. It's fine. I just love Charlie. It was a really good show. That's so fun. Yeah. It was Liddy. What? Wait, will you talk about your podcast? What do you talk about? Yeah. Oh, yeah. So I host it with Lindsay Myers. Um, We'd love to have her on. We love. We love her. I, she is like, we're, we're, we're like two entities yeah. who are split and we found each other. I feel like when I met both of you, I would get both of you confused. <laughs> yeah. And we kind of look the same. So. <laughs> Just split at birth yeah. into two cells. Literally. She's a Pennsylvania girl. Work. She's from Scranton. Um, cool. She's a Capricorn. So, um, but we, it's Happy called. Happy Scorpio season. Thank you. Oh my God. Congrats. Thank you. I'm a, well, I'm a Leo sun, but it's Scorpio. I have Scorpio moon and oh. rising. Oh, whoa. I'm a Pisces sun, but Gemini moon and rising. <gasps> None of you can be trusted is the moral of the story. Yeah, literally. (laughs) (laughs) It's true. But um, Worry Journal, we have a guest on and we talk about things we're worried about. So Mm. it like can be like real or it's like Lindsay's always worried about Real Housewives. Death. Like them getting canceled or Andy brought or Andy's career. Like, yeah, like their careers, like how their kids are doing. Right. Stuff like that. If they're in jail, like is Luann Mm -hmm. out of jail? No, she's, she's still in jail. She just had a photo shoot in jail. Shut the fuck No, yes, 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 yes. I stand the countess. Yes. She's like the only one I stand, even though she's like conservative. She's nuts. I know. I only watch Beverly Hills. And so like, 
Vanderpump Rules, stuff like that. But yeah. Um, yeah, so that's what we do. We took summer hiatus and we're like very slowly putting together season two. We took a hiatus and this is our season two. But yeah. it feels like Perfect. a forever season two. Like, yeah, it's like we've, we've we had a 10 episode run yeah. and now season two is like 40 episodes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. So what else? Which I think like that's how it is with podcasts. Like you're trying to figure it out the first season and then like second season you can be like, okay. Now we know what we're doing. This is the machine, and this is how it works. Yes, uh huh. Florence of and the jail. Did you guys see that Felicity <laughs> Huffman only went to jail for like two days? When, two weeks. It, yeah. No, no, she was. She got let for out two weeks, but was let out in two days. Fuck. Oh my god. Lori Lachlan's literally gonna go to jail for the rest of her life. <laughs> I know. <laughs> it's gonna be fucking nuts. Well um I know in the picture of her too, she was wearing like a matching suit and like yeah. Adidas shoes. I mean, I'm like someone was like, it looks like she's on set. It's an accounting <laughs> yeah. outfit. Right? But. Wait, why did they let her out? Parole? Like what? Like good behavior or whatever. I don't know. Bitch. I don't know how jail works. Well, okay, none of them should have gone to jail. They all just should have paid through the fucking nose. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A ton and canceled tons of people's fucking student loan debt. Well, and prisons. I agree. Uh, well. Right. Close them <laughs> prisons, bitch. Turn mm-hmm. them into who cares? I don't even know. What should we use prisons for after they're after we cancel the private prison system? Just knock them down and use the land for something else. Yeah, like a little park. Ooh, Ooh a little park. Like park. I love it. Mm-hmm. I think we're ready to move into Word on the Straits. I need it. Okay. <laughs> Lenny, you ready? I'm ready. We brought in an expert this week. <laughs> Today. Someone who has lived in, lived in experience and is currently living in the experience. Swimming through the experience. <laughs> Kind of, I mean, maybe treading. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know anything about it. Today, we would like to talk to you about grad, grad school. school. <laughs> the good, the bad, and the boring. The bad. That's yeah. all. Yeah. Um, what do you want to know? Everything. Yeah, no, but. It all. Yeah. I guess, like, what are you going to grad school for, first off? So I'm getting my MFA in creative writing with a focus in fiction. Stunning. And maybe I won't say the school, but it's. Uh, it's a liberal arts program. So like if you're getting your MFA in creative writing, like you already have your nose up to the sky, but it's like at a liberal (sighs) arts school, it's like really extra. Yeah. It's like kind of, you have to go in like that. Yeah. Because it's all a performance. Okay. And that's okay. So this has been my main thing lately is like every class, it's like everyone putting on a performance and Mm -hmm. I'm like, like I do comedy. So I get my performance out another way. So like in class, I'm just like, my professors know me and they like me and they like what I do. I don't have to be like, well, actually, on this page it says, and I'm like, I don't even care. It's like your writing is good, so mm-hmm. you're just going to let that speak. Yeah. Instead I'm, of talk out your asshole in class. Yes, exactly. Yeah, because uh, yeah, I already, like I said before we started the pod, I don't have any friends in grad <laughs> school, which is fine. Because I have lovely friends outside yeah. of grad school. Um, You're not like looking to the program for your social life, which I think is good. Like, I think that's what people should do. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yes. And I don't live on campus. Like, I don't live in the area where the school is. So I just like I go to class and I come back. And so I I I know I come off as unfriendly and snooty. So I'm just like, (laughs) but it's a survival. That's a defense mechanism, honestly, because if you get too deeply entrenched, there's drama and ain't nobody got time for that. What is this high school? No. Oh, oh my God. I know. And I just like, I'm very laissez-faire about everything. I'm just like, whatever. Like, who cares? And I was printing something before class last week and I was going to be like a minute late because the printer wasn't working. Classic. Classic. (laughs) And it doesn't matter because everyone's 10 minutes late to like your three hour seminar class. Mm -hmm. 
And this girl behind me who's in my class, she's like, oh, my God, like this just like will not fly, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, we're going to be a minute late. Like our <laughs> professor is going to be a minute late. Who cares? Yeah, 100 percent. Who and gives a Your right. classmate was like, we're going to get it. What did what did you think? She was she's like, just like, we're going to get in trouble, blah, blah, blah. And I'm also the young, like one of the youngest people in my program. Yeah. And so it's like all of these like women in their 30s who which is still young. But yeah. like, I'm just like, it's like you need perspective at that point that. It's going to be all right. <laughs> yes. Yes, I know. And then all of class, she was like trying to talk over me, like be smarter than me. And I'm like, girlfriend, ma'am, stop trying. Yeah. <laughs> what was uh, the assignment? The assignment? Yeah. Oh, what did we have to read? We had to read this um, piece called Manners of Dying. And it's a short story that's like 10 different letters from a warden to a mom whose son was killed on death row. Oh. And so we just talked about like how you can write and rewrite something dark and then it's a workshop so it's like then you read two people's pieces and you bring them and discuss them i feel like 10 might have been too many Mm -hmm. like i feel like at a certain point the mom didn't need more letters from (laughs) From the warden warden. why were they even talking i know i know and we were all like what because i think it was like 1930s so then we were all like was this still relevant for the times and i'm like oh yeah (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, sure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh my gosh. So it is insane. My other class is the good one right now. So there's like four divisions within the program. So it's fiction, nonfiction, poetry, and then speculative fiction. Ooh. And which is like monsters, werewolves, ghosts. <gasps> really? Mm-hmm. Oh, I love and that title. Is like, cont- like, mo- like, act- like actual people, but. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Yes. And so speculative. It's the best adjective I've ever heard. For yes, that. speculative fiction. We call it spec fic, which Hello. is I don't know. That's fun to say. It is fun to say. And I'm not a speculative writer at all and mm-hmm. everything about me is preppy. So I'm fiction. Like, yes. So I'm very I don't fit in. So I'm taking but I'm taking speculative fiction class this semester so I'm already othered in that way <laughs> and everyone in the class hates me That's, <laughs> shut up. are they all like total like horror freaks and like all that jazz mm-hmm. just in it yeah and oh my, my professor God. isn't a speculative fiction professor and so like but I've had he's like my advisor or whatever and so I took his class and he's a lot of times he's like I don't know what you're talking about Lol. and everyone's like you don't know what you're talking about and I'm like okay I'm, no, like, that, I'm here care. to learn, actually. I'm here, I'm here to listen to this teacher that yeah. we're paying. <laughs> we were just talking about Mary Shelley yesterday. Which yeah. Is like, and she's kind of like... Bitch invented the, it. Yeah. Yes. Ugh. I love Mary Shelley. I have to read Frankenstein. It I haven't. She's like, she was like 20 when she wrote it. Oh yeah. my God. Invented mm-hmm. sci-fi. Lost her virginity on her mother's grave. grave. Yeah. What? Excuse me? Yeah. yeah. Is that true? Yeah. <laughs> apparently. She also used to carry around like... Her father's calcified heart, or something like that, or his skull, or something. Yeah, She's I, just like a goth queen. Yeah, that's like she invented <laughs> stereotypes of goth and girls. sci-fi, <laughs> the genre. Yeah, like what? A, okay, but what are you guys reading in spec fic? We were reading. We were reading Native American folklore. Mm. Yeah. So I like the class because it's very holistic. So it's like um, we read fairy tales, and we're reading this, and then we're reading like Kafka and mm. like Metamorphosis and stuff like that. And actually, a book just came out, a novella that like mapped Metamorphosis on Boris Johnson. Wow. And like just called him a cockroach. He's like trying to take <laughs> over. Britain. <laughs> Boris Johnson, I can't fucking even with him. I've recently no. become such an Anglophile. Like, 
I am deep in <clears throat> British telly, mm-hmm. like deep. Yes. And fuck a Boris Johnson. He's insane. I have family. I have British family. And they like, they don't like hate the crown, but it's like you're either a royalist or not. The show or like the crown? <laughs> the, the, the physical the, crown. The crown jewels. The they crown. hate it. Well, I forget, how do they like, feel about the crown? That's a tacky crown. <laughs> but like, um, oh shoot, what's her name? Who, Claire Foy. No, who? Olivia Coleman. Thank you. Yeah. Everyone loves Olivia Coleman. Yeah. Yo, I fucking stan, yeah. Because you, you both watch Fleabag. I just binged it. Sam has not seen season, season two. One. Season two is amazing. That's what I know. <laughs> yeah. Dem Emmys. Yeah. Racked them up. Friend oh. of the pod, Mike Satrola, did the Fleabag jumpsuit. For Last Halloween. night. It was a great That's costume. That's amazing. He's feeling a little self-conscious, though, because there's a Reductress article going around right oh, now. Yeah, I saw it. <laughs> uh, one costume that proves you got drunk and bought the Fleabag jumpsuit. Yeah. That's so funny. 100%. He was like, fuck you. It was very funny. Oh, my God. I love that. But wait, wait, wait. What was he saying about... No, so it's just so it's like either you're like obsessed with the royal family or you're not, but Mm -hmm. like really they don't have any political pull anyway. Although the queen for like the first time like approved whatever, like she like backed Boris Johnson, which is very strange. Oh wow, for what? It was like something he was saying about Parliament, and she's like, he's right. Yeah, but I don't know exactly. Girl, Liz is old. She's so old. She's old, but yeah. she's a queen, literally. I when I went yeah. to, I went to yeah. England once and I remember just being on this tour by someone who's like a total royalist and like not really having it phase me at all because mm-hmm. I was younger and like not thinking about mm-hmm. it. And then like after the tour, my dad or I think made a comment about how like the guy was just like obviously totally biased like for Dem- the royalty queens. and like talking in such a way that like made it really like a weird, like warped perspective of the tour of whatever we were on. Mm. But as a kid, you're just like, jewels. Castle. (laughs) (laughs) Similarly, uh, one time in fifth grade, I read Animal Farm and did not know that it was like, obviously, why would I know it was Mm -hmm. a metaphor for literally anything? Yeah. And then afterward, I found out and I was like, oh, I didn't. I just thought it was about animals going to war against the farmer. Now I should probably reread that because I feel like I would like it a lot more. Yes. (laughs) Come through short term cultural memory. RuPaul loves that book. Really? Animal Farm. He's always like, bitch, read George Orwell's <laughs> Animal Farm. <laughs> like, they, he's always like, we forgot why we were here in the first place. Whatever. Ruby crazy. That's so funny. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I personally, I don't know how to feel about the royal fam. I love the crown. I love Claire Foy. Mm-hmm. But um, in reality, it's like when I first heard of the crown, the Netflix show, I was like, do we really need more content about this monarchy? Mm-hmm. Like, this is antiquated. This is like the ninth show about this queen. You yeah. know, like, I feel like we have so much of even this specific monarchy's content. But then I watched Claire Foy for five minutes and I was like, bitch, give me all of this. I, I know. Love it. I need to watch it. That's like on my short list. I'm going to jump in on season three. I don't like the royal family in general, but yeah. it's, you know. I'm here for the fashions. True. Mm-hmm. What was I just reading? What, where? Oh, when they did the queen on RuPaul's Drag Race UK, and mm-hmm. they, that one person did old queen, and like she didn't have the purse, and like she didn't do that. She didn't yeah. do it right. She didn't have the I handbag. Do, like, the fashions are good, but it's like the hats are amazing. Yeah. Philip Tracy mm-hmm. snapped. What kind of stuff do you write? You don't write speculative fiction. No. So I'm working on a novel. Of course. And then I have like short, like short stories. Do you very what, very regular. What's the novel <laughs> on, about? Regular, if you team. want to talk about it, you don't have to. <clears throat> no, I can. I always feel like 
not like dumb, but it's like we all like do comedy stuff. And yeah. then I'm like, well, actually, like, there's this other side. To yeah. You know that I'm just like, how like trite can I <laughs> absolutely be? Um, you got to have both. You got to have I both halves. We are multidimensional. We, yeah, yeah. Yeah. We are multidimensional. Facets. Um, facets. It's, <laughs> facets. Yeah. It's just like it's just like a very like. It spans over like 60 years, but it's just about like a relationship, like how relationships evolve. That sounds That's it. great. Yeah. Needs it. How long have you been working on it? That um, seems like such an undertaking. Almost yeah. two years. Work. And I'm on the fourth draft. Yeah. Wow. Mega. Yeah. Wow, wow, wow. Yeah. That's interesting. So we'll see what happens. <laughs> Do you now have more, like, Sam and I are big Game of Thrones fans. Oh, okay, same. Work. Yes. But we are, like, we're fans of the books, too. Mm-hmm. Or mainly fans. Mainly of the fan, books. I guess. Yeah, mainly fans of the books. Now the show got bad, <laughs> but it's like now. Do you have more empathy and sympathy for writers who are like, like we're all so mad at George for not releasing these books, mm-hmm. but we still love him and we want him to we do it at his own pace. Do you like commiserate with that more now? Yeah, I think so. One, it's like people's first books that they write. Like it takes them like ten years to like yeah. get it published and work on it. But then it's like. George, you know the story, like, you know, the world yeah. of the characters. You're not like working that out. And that's what takes the time. So like, just crank out a 500 page book. Hello. It's like he does it all the time. Like mm-hmm. he turned around and wrote the Targaryen prequel in like a year, yeah. it seems. And that's like a thousand pages. Chris, producer Chris is now also reading um, Patrick Rothfuss's Name of the Wind series, which is another okay. fa- it's a fantasy trilogy, which is also famously unfinished because the guy just won't write the third book. Um, and I think, I mean, after going through Game of Thrones and the Kingkiller Chronicles, which is the name of those books, I really just need to stop reading a book series that is aren't finished <laughs> or just like are famously unfinished, which I knew both were when I started reading those books. It's pretty funny. Yeah. But I, I do feel like, I mean, I, after finishing other, after reading other book series and like other fantasy novels that actually are finished, I'm concerned that we're. I've, I think I tweeted about this once, but we, I'm just, I feel like people are over appreciating male white authors who are just like tortured and unfinishing their books over people who like are churning out new and new, new, new series that like I just don't even hear about because they don't get offers or they don't have TV series coming out just because like they're of minority groups. Sorry to this man. Yeah. Sorry, George. <laughs> <laughs> That's the best. <laughs> Thank you. Um, what house are you guys? Slith. Slith. Well, he, no, she uh, means in Westeros. In Westeros. But wow. You can, but you can do, let's do Harry Potter too. I'm yeah. definitely a Tyrell then. Okay, shut up. I'm Tyrell and Slytherin. What? <laughs> Come through. Yes. I wonder if those crossover there in general. I think so. Cause they're, they're like, they're, they're sly. Yeah. yeah. Yes. I'm a Hufflepuff, but then I am of the. Westeros is terrifying to live in, point blank. It's not even that. It's just, I think I am of the thought that, like, there's no, like, character trait that is all the houses in Westeros. But I would yes. say, I mean, I do feel like the Tyrells are also for me. But mm-hmm. I, like, I just I just don't know, like, what that set. Like, I don't think that actually means anything where people, like, wanted it to be like Hogwarts when Game of Thrones got big. But it's, like, not. What, High Garden? No, they wanted, like, the houses oh. to yeah. mean something mm-hmm. when, right. like... They don't. A little bit. I mean, maybe there's like traits. Like the Starks are fucking, you know, a little broody in the north. They be wiling. Yeah. I mean, fucking... there's there's stuff like that. But it, I just feel like it, to me, it's never been like that. 
yeah, yeah. But, like I get that there are certain connecting facts like, like, like I guess like all the Lannisters are terrible people all the Starks are good people probably some cute nice Lannisters but like where are they right, right. There's not Where even, like, Slytherin-esque good Lannisters in the series. I fancy myself a lore master of Game of Thrones. Did you know how the Lannisters got their castle? Oh, I do, but say, I forgot, I forgot. This dude named Lan the Clever apparently yes. mm-hmm. pretended to be a ghost and scared the family out of the castle, and then they just fucking took over. Yes, yes. Iconic. What kind of Scooby-Doo nonsense? That's hilarious. Yeah, there weren't enough meddling kids. I bet a Stark, uh, a dire wolf named Scooby Doo, uh, (laughs) would have been able to suss that one out. It's like a pup named Ghost. I love it. Uh, Ghost was the worst part. I mean, I love the the worst part. Oh my god! Yeah, what the fuck? (laughs) Just like lumbering in the background. It's like at least give him his due. Like Mm -hmm. he was here the whole time. He was the runt of the litter, and you guys paid him dust again. Mm -hmm. Yeah, whatevs. That's so funny. Yeah, I love ga- I love the lore. You know, like now that it's over, I'm like, great, I can really invest. Hello. <laughs> what was happening? I really love like reading fan theories and speculation about how the books are actually going to end. Right. <laughs> yes, I do too. Right. Because I feel like we got glimmers in the last season, but there's definitely some, there's a lot of things to fill in. I feel like we got glimmers in the last episode, but not. Whatever. It's fine. I don't want to rehash. Yeah. It's old again. wounds, babe. It's old wounds. She regardless. Yeah. Yes. Do you have to take classes in all four of the sectors? No. So I can... Well, I mean, you can if yeah. you want to, but um, I'm staying pretty close to fiction. But... Yeah, I'm just trying to get through. <laughs> totally. I feel like the relationship with professors is different in grad school. Yeah. Like, we're way... I mean, I was... I went to liberal arts school for my undergrad too. So like Gustavus, it's like a liberal arts school in Minnesota, but, um, I loved it and I was so close to my professors, but it's like my graduating class was like 600 people. Mm. And so it's like, if you're a little bit ambitious, you know, everybody, Yeah, you know? So, um, so it's pretty much the same, but like my professors are so smart. I'm just like, I could just like listen to them all day. And I'm like, oh, I'm a little dumb, dumb. How would I get in here? <laughs> exactly. Okay, but it's like when you're, it's such a thing when it's like, if you put yourself in the room of so many smart peeps, mm-hmm. you do feel like a dumb, dumb. Yeah. But you're just soaking it all up. Right. I would rather be feel like a dumb, dumb, though, than be like, I'm smarter than these people. Right. Yes. So, yeah, it's a, <clears throat> it's a, it's a tough. It's a it's fine line. Mm-hmm. I absolutely did not do enough in undergrad, and like we, I mean, we obviously went to a school that had like ten thousand people graduating in every mm-hmm. class yeah, in yeah. state. But like, I n- truly never went to office hours almost ever. And then also recently, I've been on a kick to get my inbox in my emails down to as low as possible, mm-hmm. wow. and so that required me going through my Gmail that I had during school, and I had to archive so. <laughs> so 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 many emails from the college of communications like telling me about internship opportunities and like stuff that i just like know that i literally never applied for or even looked at yeah and it's just like why the fuck didn't i do anything about that <laughs> yeah. why didn't i do why didn't i apply for anything why didn't i yeah try no. if harder you, if at, or at all if you're in college right now take advantage of all the fucking crazy ass ridiculous funding and nonsense that they give you because mm-hmm. they truly there's so much shit there's people so much. told me going in and all throughout go to office hours don't skip class blah 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 and now um, okay afterward well, i'm like 
they were right and i like <laughs> I, I and i knew i wasn't gonna listen and they knew i wasn't gonna listen but they were just so right i feel dumb now yeah, I feel like that's always the plight, though. You know, it's like, oh, I wish I would have tried harder. I don't know. Do either of you have younger siblings? No, we're famously we're both, both youngest. youngest siblings. <laughs> oh, yeah. okay, love that. But so I'm the oldest, and my middle brother is like now applying for colleges. Oh my gosh! And my mom is using me as like an example. She's like, you know, Delaney always wish she worked harder, and I know she could have, and then she could have gone to like a really good school, blah blah blah. Wow. And I'm like, excuse me. My mom's like, just let me tell him that, and you know, it's true. And I'm like. <laughs> And my brother's like Harvard smart. Like he'll go to like Harvard or MIT. But I'm like, he'll be fine. Excuse me. I'm like, I go to a really good school. Yeah, mom. (laughs) How dare you? So, um, but yeah. Oh my gosh, so stupid. TBH, it's a scam. College these days is a money make. It's a profiteering Mm -hmm. racket at this point. And one of the top officials of like the fucking treasury or whatever stepped away recently and was like this system is insanely broken. Mm-hmm. Like, whatevs, you know? So it's like, you can go to a, I feel like the thing, I applied to 11 colleges mm-hmm. and you need to pick one at the end of the day. And so each like, one of those applications costs like at least Yeah. Dollars. So it's no joke. And I think it's like good to remind people applying to college that it's like, you could go a lot of places and be fine. Mm-hmm. It's like, not the end of the world. No. Yeah. Yeah. It's just really to like make friends and like figure out how to be a human. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? Literally everyone I know now is people I went to, Penn, went, to, went to Penn State with or graduated a couple years before me or after me. Right. I didn't realize you both went to Penn State. So and sadly, you it's did true. Too. And I feel like everyone else I know also went to like yeah. in the comedy community. Yeah. Like there's so many people. There's some ridiculous statistic about like of all the engineers in the world, like one out of four of them went to Penn State or something crazy. That's crazy. It feels like an institution when you're there, though. Like, you feel like a number, not a person sometimes. Yeah. It is massive. They have that statistic where, like, if you're on an airplane, the odds are that one or two of the people on the plane will have gone to Penn State. It's like a fucking spider. Like, you're never not within seven feet of one. Like, fuck that. (laughs) You ever heard that? That's just a statistic no one's ever heard before. That's so funny. I've heard that, I think, but I don't know. I guess it makes sense. Duh. (laughs) (laughs) Pero like, yeah. Have you, I mean, I feel like since we are 20-somethings, we've both probably considered going to grad school. Is that something that afflicts you? I went to school for sculpture. Oh, cool. So hot glue. And like, I saw what art grad school was and I can't do it right now. Yeah. Just because, I don't know, like... It, it looks very rigorous, but also, like, so unfulfilling at times and so difficult and so expensive that I'm, like, not for me right now. Yeah. But writing, I feel like, would be a very useful thing. Because also sometimes you just need to get the MFA to break into a different sector of shit. Yeah. It's just, like, a requirement. Right. I feel like, well, this is my uh, journey, my hero's journey with the MFA Um, come through the threshold after I took a gap year I lived in New York after college and then my parents are both like very academic and like have multiple higher degrees and so they're like okay now you go to grad school and I was like great I guess I do and so I got into Pepperdine's MFA program wow 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 wow. wait that's the crazy beautiful one uh right in Malibu that's yes and so I went there like the year after. Wait, they filmed Zoe 101 there. Yes. 
Yes. Oh my god. Oh. Yes. Yeah. Pacific Coast Academy. Pacific yes. Coast Academy. So I went to Pacific Coast Academy. <laughs> um, how does but, that wait? How does that theme song go? Sorry. Oh. We can. We can. No, 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 no. <laughs> I have no idea. I was about to start singing the Lizzie McGuire yeah, one. Yeah, me too. I was like, you get one <laughs> But Pepperdine, Pepperdine, Pepperdine. I can like see the opening credits of Zoe 101 though yeah. in my mind, like the yeah. wave coming through. Do you know what I mean? Like yes. the transitions. Quinn. Oh, wait, it's, ooh, ooh I can ooh. see you standing there. You look good, my dear. Do I look good today? Bad show, even. No, I'm kidding. No, that was a good show. That was a good show. Too bad she'd get pregnant. Too bad. Oh, anyway. So, but I went there and I hated it. And I (laughs) left after the first semester because I was like, I'm not paying this much money for my MFA to go here. And then I reapplied and I got into where I go now and I moved back out to New York. It's only so much money, I bet, because it's country club, the school. It was what I paid for my two year MFA that I'm going to be done with this spring is what I paid for one semester. Yeah, fuck. It was insane. And so Pepperdine's a Church of Christ school. Wow. Too much. Too means. much. Team too much. Is that it, just like it's a Christian school? But it's like a sect of Christianity that's like very conservative. Oh, I don't know that. Yeah. And Gustavus. <gasps> no, I did know that yeah, about Pepperdine. It, I did know that. It's cra- like you're required to go to chapel every day and you have to like scan your ID in and out. Jesus. And like all this stuff. And like It's I, like God knows if I was there. Right. Well, and it's like you can't like they have very strange rules. Like the people who go there are very conservative as yeah. well. So polo shirts galore. It's insane to hear about a sect of Christianity that is uh, comparatively more conservative than the normal sect. <laughs> yeah, other yeah sects, and how horrifying. Uh, yeah, yeah, I don't. I don't know. The only chill one is Unitarian. Yeah. The only one. I know. I feel good about Episcopalians. Yeah, Episcopalians are really chill, actually. Uh, yeah. My and ladies un- can be priests, which is dope. Exactly. My undergrad was Lutheran ELCA, and we had like lady chaplains, and, like. It was very progressive. Come through Lady Chaplin. We love Lady Chaplins. But anyway, so I think that if you are going to go to grad school, like one of my friends was like, I think I'm going to get my MFA. I was like, girl, you better be sure. For real. (laughs) Like, don't apply and then just go somewhere and then be like, oh, great, I have all this debt and a writing degree. Yeah. Yeah. Like, do that with your undergrad. (laughs) Like, what are you going to do? And they will put you through it. It's essentially what dread school is, is like a crucible designed to crack you. Yes. But also then... Build you back up, I yeah. guess. Yeah. Oh, totally. It's like exactly mm-hmm. in Girls, like when Lena Dunham goes to I, Iowa. Yeah. Yes. yes. I was thinking about that. Well, yeah. And it's like, that's exact. That's what happens. Yeah, it's totally. not hyperbole at all. And I'm Lena Dunham in all my classes. Yeah. I, <laughs> just like, um, I remember those scenes. I, was, I considered going to grad school like during my senior year of college where I was just like, what the fuck am I supposed to do? Yeah, like, right. Like, and I had, just, I had just come off of like wanting to switch my major and then ultimately not, and just being like, I don't know what life is like. Uh, and then recently, I also like was like, could I go to grad school? But then it's like, what, 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 what do I even want to go to grad school right. for? Like, why would I do that? I feel like it's fine. Like, I, I don't. I don't but like you. Both my parents went to grad school too, and so I, they they've always just been supportive of the idea of me or my sister going to grad school. Uh, but then it's just like neither of us have really taken on that concept in a real way. It's like when I took those grad seminars and performance art classes, mm-hmm. I was so pissed, like because some of it was so bullshit that. So it was like a very heady performance art thing, and mm-hmm. it was like all these quiet grad students sometimes, and I I 
was practicing performance art. Like I was doing drag and fucking public and lying mm-hmm. in piles of manure and snow to make political statements. So I was in it at the time. Yeah. So he, when the teacher told us to stand up from our chairs and interact with them like an art object or whatever, mm-hmm. everybody else was like hiding underneath it, like just doing like strange but fun little things. I like put it around my neck and like <laughs> throwed it around the room, like crashed, like um, I was like throwing my body around, yeah. like pushing the limit because I was just like, this is all a performance. You guys, we need to poke through yeah. the bullshit and like actually talk because right now we're just li- like sucking the teacher's dick with our ears, just yes. like listening. It's like, can we talk about something that isn't just like, these dudes' ideas? What about our ideas? I don't know. Right. It's too much. Well, it's too much. Grad school, too, I think that, like, what I found is, like, I went there to, like, find my artistic voice. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the same with, like, comedy stuff. Like, you, you're an improviser doing improv until you're not. Or, like, copying other stand-up until you're not. Yeah, yeah. And so, but then there are so many people who I'm just like, who is it? What is this? Yeah, what are you doing? Who are you trying to be? Mm-hmm. That's why I love the people that are just, like, psycho and, like, right nuts stuff because I'm like okay this is insane they've and got a point of view genius. They know yeah they are. yeah I read a piece last week for workshop for one of my classmates and I was like yeah this person's a genius and <laughs> this pisses me right off <laughs> it's yeah, so good <laughs> damn 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 as a grad student do you have to like TA is that like a thing oh, or no I had to at Pepperdine got which it. was nuts I bet <clears throat> well it was like a lecture cl- it was like mid-century like 1800s history with like a literature background. I was like, oh, wow. And yeah. I didn't care what the students did. Like they'd be on their phones. I'm like, whatever. It's your grade. What's happening on Twitter? <laughs> mm-hmm. And I'm like, what are you guys doing? <laughs> but um, yeah, I don't have to because the place I go, it's like all the professors are like MacArthur Genius Grant. You oh, know, shit, like yeah. they're just so smart. And they're like, this dumb dumb's going to teach me how to write. And I'm like, oh, uh. <laughs> <laughs> hey, kids. In one of my classes in undergrad, I it was like the first or second day, and I was sitting in the front row for some reason. And always I, kind of a mistake. <laughs> yeah, like I'm bound to fall asleep. Well, I didn't fall asleep, but I was not paying attention throughout the entire thing. It was just on my computer and whatever doing mm-hmm. stuff. And then at the end of the class, the teacher introduced our TAs. It was one of the girls who was sitting next to me. Oh no! <laughs> and she got up and like went to the front of the class. I was like, Ugh, and I you saw me on Tumblr this whole class. Semester, exactly. Wow. Oh, that's so funny. Yeah. Well, in classes I didn't care about, like, econ, I would just be watching, like, e-news videos on mute. Mm -hmm. Or at least I thought they were on mute. And then Juliana Rancic screams to the entire 400-person lecture hall. And my teacher just rolls his eyes and keeps talking. I got through a lot of my Veronica Mars watch during econ. Are you kidding? (laughs) Economics is a lie. It doesn't matter. I love that. Oh my gosh, that's really funny. Fucking econ class. OMG. So, professors in general, though, you're liking most of them? Like, they're all just geniuses. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're all so smart. Not too egotistical. Not too egotistical. Yeah, that's the thing, though. It's like the professors are very down to earth. That's good. And then hopefully by the end of it, it's like kind of all the nonsense is like squeezed out of us. English professors do tend to be like at least friendly <clears throat> and like friends with each other and mm-hmm. normal sauce peeps that are yeah. more concerned with like, I'm sure writing their own stuff and like not trying to stir up drama, but art teachers are nuts yeah it's just like 
wild. It's like teaching a foreign language drives you insane. I think just being an artist is you're crazy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ugh. I know our art at my undergrad was like insane because there was like a it's just like very specific. You know what I mean? Like yeah. It's like liberal artsy. And I'm just like I going in this building. I can't even. Yeah, exactly. We talked about this before we recorded, but English teachers, they're hot. They're hot. Yeah. They're like generally mm-hmm. hot. Yeah. Yes. Uh-huh. Not much uh-huh. else I can say about that one. I know. In, yeah. In high school, I had this really hot um, physics and math teacher. Mm-hmm. So I did really well in physics <laughs> and math in right? high school. And then I got to college and I was like, I'm going to be a phys- physicist. Like, I'm really good at this, wow. blah, blah, blah. And then I no longer had hot teachers right because they were all over in the english department and then <laughs> i was like mm, never mind <laughs> i take it all back gonna bow out actually <laughs> I was like thank you i'm gonna walk across campus now and shit gets real in physics in college that shit oh, goes from yeah. zero to 100 yeah mm-hmm. it's nuts physics was the only science that i like did okay in because it was just math yeah and then chemistry was like I chemistry so bad no biology it's all concepts. It's not even. Anything. I slayed at bio. I loved bio. I'm so proud of you. I was like gonna pretend to be a scientist for a minute uh-huh. as well, um, trying to serve like a Zelda Spellman art and science realness. Yes. But then, like, oh my gosh, just the chemistry labs, the multivariable calculus. I was like, are we really doing this? No. Okay. No. Do you ever think about how we used to do like math all the time, and now if somebody put math in front of me, I wouldn't know what to do. Yes. Right. Like, derive this. How about you derive yourself, all right? But I'd be like, yes, no problem. Yeah. And now I'm like, please. Let me find the variables. I Someone posted, like, a meme, or maybe it was, like, a Facebook just image or whatever, but of those, like, tests you would do in, like, third grade of, like, the multiplication tables where you had to do it in mm-hmm. under a minute. Wow. And I was just like, uh, I would not be able to do this. Yes, <laughs> yes. Eighth grade me had a leg up. <laughs> yes, yeah. I feel like I saw that and wasn't the thing on it. Like, where, when did your anxiety start? Mm, and yeah. then wow. it was the times table. Yeah, I remember. Oh, my God. why I was such a goody two-shoes. I went to Catholic school, speaking mm-hmm, of mm-hmm. Christian schooling. Yes. A fucking crime, if we're being honest. Mm-hmm. They just instill fear. It's what yes. they do. So I just remember freaking out over, like, the one music homework assignment that we would get the semester, I'd be like, this is my whole grade and I don't play the piano. What's a scale? Just like freaking out because this is the only points I'm going to get this semester. It's when like, it's like, calm down, you young fag. It's going to be fine. Yeah. Like you sing at church because you're the only one who can sing. When the girls were like touring at high school, they'd be like, Okay, you fag and you come sing at church because the girls are out. It was funny. <laughs> church is nuts. Church is nuts. We had to take religion class. Mm-hmm. Did you have to take religion class at yeah. Pepperdine too? Oh, no. Just, I mean, an undergrad you have to take two. In my college, I had to take one. Yeah. Which was, and then in high school, it was one a year. But I've in, never taken a religion class. In high school, was it exclusively Christian religion or could you take like religious studies classes no yeah so i went to a pretty like woke high school it was rscj work catholic nuns and the nuns are like all about social justice so it's like we only took one year of like this is what the bible says and then it was like here's ethics and you yeah. study like nietzsche and like stuff like that and then world religions nuns are like the only cool part of the catholic church i love some the of them are evil some of them are evil last week so i ran the brooklyn half last weekend i, yeah, I, meant, I meant to ask you about that yeah it was 
It went totally fine. And Congrats. Thank you. Awesome. My body's recovered. So, but as soon as we were done, we were waiting to get into this brunch place and this nun walked past us and she was like, you girls must have done so good. She's like, are you so proud of yourself? Oh, like, so we're like, yes. We are, sister. We are. Yeah, thank you. She's like, well, have, bless you. Have a great day. I was like, I am blessed. <laughs> you. I am blessed. Oh, my God. Yeah, they're just nice sometimes. I love the nuns. In college, I interned in D.C. with like this uh, Catholic nonprofit, and I lived with nuns for the whole summer. Nice. And they were like the best. Yeah. They're so psycho in like a fun way. And some of them make like cookies or like Mm -hmm. a lot of baked goods. You were like convent vibes with... Yeah, literally, I lived in there. They like live in a house, but it was like we lived in a house with them. Katy Perry, realness. Mm -hmm. What was the? It was was like how many other interns were with you, and how many nuns were there? There were three of us, and I think there were five nuns. This is incredible. I I would sing. I love it. (laughs) I would sing the sound of music all day. (laughs) Literally, and the nuns were like so funny. They're like, "Are you girls going out tonight?" We're like, "Maybe." (laughs) (laughs) Bringing a boy home. Okay. And we weren't twenty-one yet, but they would serve us like all of our drinks and wine glasses because they would be drinking, and they're like, "So you girls can." Keep Join in. in. We're like, thank you. Cheers, sister. Queens. That's so fun. Yeah. Oh my gosh. But yeah, we it must be repeated. Some nuns are evil. evil. Yeah. Oh, uh-huh. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, it, I, like, I feel like I didn't know this until, not that this is nuns, but I didn't know this until I was like 21 or 20. But like there is Christian grad school, seminary school, where like you go to like become whatever. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. then just like. I never even thought about it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And one time before camp started, when I was there for senior staff training, uh, a seminary student came and talked to us about, like, what they do and, like, what they're up to and just, like, got a feel for who are who we were and right. me and this other girl. Like, I I was going to school to, be to like, be a television producer and, like, to I was, like, my major is in video production. And then my good friend was, like, I'm going to school for finance and everyone else is like education um, or just like yeah. justice or like yeah. anything like that. And then the guy who was talking to us was just not a fan of me and my friend. How <laughs> could like, you tell? <laughs> just the way he talked to us and talked to everybody else. He was Shut just up. like, <laughs> uh, he was like, hmm, maybe you should, <laughs> maybe you should reassess. change your life. Fuck off. You're he like, this is my that. vocation. So like, how dare you? <laughs> yeah. It's like, maybe this is my calling brother. Oh my gosh, that's really Whatever. funny. Don't trust priest kids. No, literally. Have you guys read Andrew Rannells' book? No. no. Um, so he's from my hometown. He went to the boys' Shut school, up. to my girls' school, and he like talks about his experience there, and it's like horrifying. That's and why. it's bad. And the so Omaha too just had like a big scandal with the priest. Yeah. And then my brother goes to the all boys school, and my, but now it's like they're all gone, and because Andrew was like forty or something. Yeah. So old. Could have fooled um, me though. Mm-hmm. What a looker! I know Andrew he Reynolds. he's aged beautifully. Yeah, Jesus. But That's yeah, priests are, priests are bad. Priests are bad. But some like, nuns are evil, and most so, nuns are good. <laughs> if they're holding a ruler, run, run. <laughs> Literally, yeah. My yeah, dad yeah. told me terrifying corporal punishment stories, just yes. like whacking you with rulers. Yes. They don't really do that anymore. Is illegal, probably. Mm-hmm. But. Oh my gosh, yeah. I almost went to the Catholic boys' school in Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. Last minute, I was like, I'm going to go to the co-ed one mm-hmm. that is secular because I want to um, not be entirely traumatized for uh-huh. four years. Uh-huh. And I think I, I made like the right call. A very different person exactly. You mm-hmm. And you know what it does to people? I've talked, I've 
talk to fags who've gone through it and mm-hmm. it turns them into the, just like even more bitter than I currently am about the whole scenario. Yeah. yeah. It's just wild. I feel like mm-hmm. no one's gone to Catholic school and been like, I like Catholic. I like that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, it's good. That's what I'm working on in therapy right now. I'm like, I gotta get this Catholic out of me. Right? <laughs> like, Exercise. Like just get the institutionalized on it's, everything. It's so in there. <laughs> it is. In there like swimwear. Oh my God. I know. Ooh. I feel you on that. Mm-hmm. I think that this was a good discussion of grad school. Yeah. I think so too. And I learned a lot and mm-hmm. I feel like our people will learn a lot and I'm ready to move into our Final iconic, segment of the show. Yeah, iconic, not iconic. Uh, this yes. is a segment of the show, final segment of the show, where we go through, we'll have three topics, and uh, we'll count down from three, and all of us will say iconic or not iconic, and then we'll have a short discussion about it. Pretty self-explanatory. Yeah. Play along at home, everybody. Even Please. if you're at the office, scream it out. I've said it before. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Scream and shout. And I don't know. Uh, sorry, I was pulling up my stuff. Sorry um, to this man. <laughs> okay, sorry to sing. Um, <laughs> we first up, we have Big from Sex in the City. Wow, ready, y'all? Yeah. Three, Three, two, two one. one. Not iconic. iconic. Mm-hmm. Did you say iconic? Well, I said iconic because I just feel like, undeniably, he is a major character of the late '90s, early thousands, and is in the like. Uh, yeah, but he sucks. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. Uh-huh. He sucks. And I think that as a <laughs> straight white woman, um, <laughs> he like presents every problem that we have with men. Because it's yeah. like any guy who's not interested in you, you're like, well, I'll wait for him forever. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, no. And I, like all my friends are like, can't wait to find my big. I'm like, yeah. your man to leave you at the altar yeah, and like, like send you reeling through your life. That you I don't have think to so. like keep coming back to and stressing about <clears throat> for a couple seasons. No. Right. Just because he bought you a pair of Louboutins that, that he left time. in a closet. Oh, yeah. To be clear. I've seen one season of the show and I don't like the man, but I do think that he just has a place in the culture where right. it's like yes. Mr. Big. He's yeah. referenced a lot. He's culturally relevant. Yeah. Yes. yes. But even then, I think like in terms of iconicity, it's like the ladies outrank him. Oh, sure. Yeah. Entirely. Well, maybe three of the four. And so, does, so does Steve. I don't know Steve. Wait. Steve, Miranda's husband. Right, 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 right. Yeah, he's good. He's good. Is he the one who in the first, I've also seen the first Sex in the City film uh, with wow. oh, yeah. mm-hmm. Andrew That's Martin. the good mm-hmm. one, right? Yes, the second one. Well, the second one, Aiden comes back. Gag. I've heard of Aiden too. People love Aiden. He's like That's hot That's the one in Abu Dhabi. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Which like, what Don't we all need a hot, for? nice man. A hot, nice. <laughs> a hot, nice. Hot and <laughs> nice. Yeah, those, those like really don't exist. No, no they, gay they don't. Nice. No gay has both. <laughs> You're not hot or nice. <laughs> oh my God. But yeah, fuck big a little bit. I agree though. He is like culturally iconic. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Um, next up, we have the Victoria's Secret Fashion Show. Wow. Ready, y'all? Three, Three two, two, one. Iconic. Not iconic. Well, speak on it. Here's my thing. Mm-hmm. It's just like fashion is a strong word for that show. I don't know if it's a fashion show as much as it's a lingerie show with some wings. Mm-hmm. And like some of the looks I love. Some of the looks, some of the wings are crazy. But I feel like as a fashion fan, like I just sometimes will go on YouTube and watch like Alexander McQueen fashion mm-hmm. shows or like. I always check in in Chanel and Versace, like my faves. But the Victoria's Secret one is just like, it's like fashion for the masses. You know what I mean? It's not that avant-garde. Mm-hmm. It's just like skin tea models usually. It's like 
pretty much there's not a lot of diversity on the runway and it's just like sometimes if Gaga or Bruno Mars is on the runway mm-hmm. singing that's fun Rihanna had an amazing moment where she sang fresh out the runway and like strutted down the yeah. runway like it has iconic moments yeah but I'm saying overall like it's not fashion I am Martin Scorsese it's not oh. cinema <laughs> I do feel like it's like the iconic fashion show though like I feel like a lot of people of, know none it none of yeah. the other ones are as iconic I mean, from my own, like, what's the word? Like, not in the fashion world. No, just like, I don't, I can't think of how I'm trying to speak, but it's like, it's from my perspective, like, or just like what I think of as iconic, like, I just don't think any of the other fashion shows would be. Yeah, I I think it's iconic because it is like that last kind of shitty fashion that we all deal with yeah. and I, like I agree like I love it when they ha- like I think Taylor Swift performed last oh, year yeah. and that was cool but I it's like that's not what fashion is anymore yeah like it's way more inclusive it's way more like interesting yeah but yeah. it's like in the 90s this would have been exactly everything. when supermodels yeah. were yeah I forgot yeah. about that stuff with Victoria's Secret where they were like I mean Oh, wait, what happened? I, well they, I mean like in the last couple of years they've been like transphobic I think and like talked about yeah, a little like, bit Obviously, yeah, bad. And, and like that's exactly the opposite of what's happening on the other runways. Mm-hmm, like yeah. Louis Vuitton and everybody else is like very much Crazy. embracing diversity mm-hmm. lately. And Anna Winter is like, good job, everybody. Whatever, yeah. fuck her a little bit. But yeah. we stand. <laughs> I just remember you watch those Vogue videos. That's like ask Anna. Yeah, you ever yeah, seen yeah. those? And they're like, what's happening on the runways, Anna? And she's like, championing diversity. And yeah, that's what's happening. <laughs> Anyway, I do like the wings though. The oh, wings yeah. are very good. I just don't understand how wings haven't made it, made their way into being popular fashion. Everyone like just should... walking down the street with wings. Yeah, yeah. I think that that's what we're seeing on the runway, and why hasn't that why isn't it being down? reflected on the street? If I learned anything from the Devil Wears Prada, uh, wings should have been on the market years ago. Cerulean. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um, last up, we have this bando pullover. <gasps> Uh, oh, oh! That says order the onion rings. <laughs> okay, I um, shut up. <laughs> I Wait, have I it have in my cart ne- right now. Huh? I <laughs> shut up. It's in your cart right now. You have this in your cart. Right now. I'm dead. <laughs> oh my god, I'm dead. Okay, we will post a visual aid on the Instagram, but this is a pullover that says what? Order the, the onion, onion rings with three exclamation points. <laughs> three exclamation points. Red, a red field, white letters. Ready? Uh huh. Three. Two, one. Iconic. Iconic. <laughs> okay, is it a reference that I'm not getting? No. It's just order the onion rings. <laughs> that is incredible. It looks like the uniform for like a fried southern food joint that you yes. like the employees would have to wear. Yes, they are doing a giveaway with it. Bando's my favorite brand in like the whole Work. world. I had Work. never heard of it before yesterday when it was on an advertisement for a podcast that I didn't listen to. Well, I listened to the podcast uh-huh. but didn't listen to the advertisement and then Alex Conti, friend of the pod, texted me about mm-hmm. the advertisement. Wow. wow, wow, wow. Oh, yes. <laughs> Oh, I wonder, does Alex like Bando? Yeah, she... I'm sure, yeah. yeah. She revealed to me the price of the her cart of that day. Oh. I will not, I will not mm-hmm. say on the pot. The, I will say also the oh sweater God. is 100% cashmere. Oh. In under $100. 
Okay. Be- by two. So <laughs> it's $98. It's like- <laughs> Shut up. Is it really? Yeah. Oh, my fucking God. Okay, uh, but I did not. Delaney's <laughs> like, it's still in my cart. So. In my cart. And I think I'm going to order. This is a sign I need to order it right oh, now. Oh, <laughs> 100%. Is uh, it going to go on sale, though? Like, are people going to buy these? I think they're no. going to go like hotcakes. I think they honestly. are, too. They, no, yeah. That's very, like, influencer. It's hilarious. Like, very... I, I fucking love onion rings. It's, I know I love onion <laughs> oh, yeah, rings too. Sure. <laughs> They're so good. Um, I think okay, this is my take on fashion right now. Here we go. Is that fashion right now is very much for the girl. Like it's not like dressing for um the male gaze, Fuck that, which yeah. I love. Um and I do feel like you always look really good. Thank you. Go off. I did work for anthropology for two <gasps> years, so oh, I had to I can't out even how to dress. imagine the discounts though. Like it's insane. Yeah. Yeah, it's really Volcano good. candles galore. I know. I'm so sad I don't work there anymore. I have to yeah. buy everything from bars. But, um, I got really drunk at a bar once with a friend. And this girl was there. And she was like, also very drunk. And she was like, it's the holiday season. You guys just come and work at Anthropology. We need seasonal employees. And we were like, let's apply. Yeah. And I really wanted to in that moment. But yes. I did not. I say to this day, I love my job right now at UCB. But Anthro is the best job I ever had. Work. It's just like, you get to go to work with your friends. You get to wear pretty clothes. Yeah. Whatever. But um, I think Bando is also, I think Bando as a brand is iconic because they do so much good stuff. Like oh, they have like a whole necklace collection where 100% of the proceeds go to like mental health awareness. Um, And they do stuff like that all the time. And then if you live in L.A., they have like series once a month for like up and comers in the industry and like oh, nice. introduce you to a lot of stuff. And Jen Gotch, their founder, is just like my queen. Go off. I love her. But yeah, I love that sweater and I will be ordering it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm excited to see you in it. Yeah, I literally I have, I have to, to order it right now. I need it. Declare it not iconic. I'm sorry. One time I almost choked on a blooming onion though. So like mm. really, I guess I prefer the rings. So what this are those? Is, oh, well, did you have more size? No, it's just an iconic sweatshirt. <laughs> what are those chips that are onion rings? Onion. Funyuns. 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 Yes. Those are kind of like my depression snack. Like wow. when I when mm-hmm. I first really started feeling my depression, I that's what I I thought it like manifested in Funyuns. Fun, yeah. yeah. Uh, it was a dark. Uh, Summer 2015. That's real. <laughs> Some onions. That'll do it. You know what I miss is bugles. <gasps> oh my God. Yes. I feel like they're Switch still finger. there. Switch yeah. Finger. Witch fingers for sure all day. But do they make, I feel like the regular bugles are very bland. Like, do they make flavorful bugles? They do. Okay, good. Yes. Good, good, good. Thank God. Thank, Thank God. God. For bugles. I think that wraps us up for Iconic, Not Iconic. I think so, I too. Think so too. Uh, this has uh, been so great. Those were very on brand for me. <laughs> Good. <laughs> so happy because sometimes they go yeah. left. And so, yeah, our guests will be like, what the I fuck didn't is answer that? Because I don't know what that is. No, yeah, those were three things I had opinions about. <laughs> I love it. The I specificity it. of that pullover. Uh, oh I love that. <laughs> the specificity jumped out. That was out. cosmic. <laughs> Stars aligned. Um, before we go, I would like to remind everyone to go out and get tested. Get tested, bitch. Go get a screening. Because, like, you be sucking dick and you know it. Or clit. Or clit. Or who God knows what else. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So just go get tested. Yeah. It, don't be scared. It's better to know. You Definitely. know, it's scarier not to know. Register to vote. Do it, bitch. This shit is nuts. Okay. I don't. Well, I was just about to say I don't care, but who you're voting for, but I do care who you're voting for. I absolutely care. I absolutely care. I have an opinion on who you are right. or not. Right, 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 right. Uh, mm-hmm. And. 
Tip a local drag queen. Tip all of them. Tip all of them, but especially the one that turns it the most. You yeah, know? $100. Yeah, if you are at the show and you feel like they did a good job, they dipped, they spun, they put on a lash, tip them. Absolutely. They deserve it. I'm sure they look great or did well or just deserve a dollar because they're a drag. Yeah, it's like if you put on mascara, you deserve a tip, point blank. Here's a dollar. Uh, Delaney, where can people find you? You can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Delaney A. Sweet. Um, I don't I don't promote stuff on Twitter, so follow me on Instagram. Dope. <laughs> Do you have, well, this will come out, not this coming Thursday, but next Thursday. If you have okay. anything you want to like, if you know of anything that's coming up. Any shows you got up? Yes. I have a show November 2nd at the Upright Citizens Brigade Theater Health Kitchen at 6 p.m. Work. And then I'm in the ASP next month as well. So 1030 of the second or the third and fourth Thursday, Tuesday, oh boy, of <laughs> Tuesdays in November, you can come see my mono scene of before and after. Ooh. Yes. At Upper Citizens Who's Brigade Health Kitchen. Jonna Scribus. We stand Jonna. I love Jonna. She's so dope. She's amazing. Yeah. So sweet too. Like just the best. Yes. I know. I love her. Mm. I, I feel very lucky. Mm. As always, you can follow the show at Word on the Straits, straight spelled S-T-R-8-S on Instagram and Twitter. I'm at Sam Stanish. I'm at Queervo Queen. Uh, for all of us here at Word on the Straits. Ooh, I feel like I sometimes forget to, well, I always forget to do this, but What's that? always want to thank the producer, Chris Collier, uh, sound mixer, Matt Campbell. That's my opinion! Theme song creator, Chris Collier as well. Stunned. Uh, well, I don't know when we're going to start using the new image, so we'll wait. But, right. uh, Check out our recently rebooted DCOM episodes, bitches. We know you love them. Yeah. Uh, So I've been Sam. I've been Joe. Delaney. (laughs) Bye. Bye, everybody. Later. Bye.